Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. It's Marcos Villegas. And our guest today is the former WBC super middleweight champion, the undefeated David Benavides. David shares his thoughts on Canel Alvarez breaking the face of Billy Joe Saunders in front of 73,000 fans in Dallas, Texas, and reacts to fans saying that Saunders quit in the fight. He also touches on if Caleb Plant has a chance against Canelo ahead of their potential September undisputed super middleweight fight, his real feelings towards Jamal Charlo, and much more. All right, here we go. Enjoy. And we are being joined with a very, very special guest today, the man himself, Mr. David Benavides. Uh, David, uh, thank you for joining us, and, and welcome to the chat, bro. How are you been? I'm doing good, man. And, uh, you know, first of all, I just want to I just want to thank you, too, for, you know, inviting me on the show. You know, we always have some good conversations talking about boxing, so, you know, I'm excited to, to be here with you guys. Thank you, man. Uh, everybody, uh, if you're joining us right now, give a, a round of likes to uh, David. If you're watching us for the first time, go ahead and subscribe uh, to the channel. Uh, David, first off, you know, we saw you in action a few weeks back. Uh, not a few weeks back, a few months back. Uh, how have you been with the time off, man? I've been good, man. You know, I just I just really just in, uh, been hanging out with my son, you know, enjoying seeing him getting bigger. You know, he just turned eight, eight months yesterday. So, you know, he's growing up, you know, he's getting big right in front of my eyes. And, you know, here we're just here relaxing, you know, training every day, you know, getting ready for the next fight. Thanks. So you already started training? Yeah, I, had, I already have like a month and a half training. You know, oh, I, oh, when, I, when I fight, I don't really like to take too much time off. You know what I mean? So. I just go to the gym, you know, just train, get a little workout in. So um, I only took about three weeks off. So I've been training for almost like two months already. So, you know, we're just we're just uh, we want to make sure everything stays sharp. You know, all the you know, the the shots I've been working on, body shots, uppercuts, jabs. I want everything to be uh, on point. You know what I mean? So I've already gotten the, the training started. Yeah, that, that's a big difference then compared to, to the other times, huh? What do you, what do you mean? With you uh, keeping in shape, keeping in camp. Yeah, that's and that's the thing that I, I kind of like how to learn to uh, be a little bit more on the, on the weight now, you know, obviously, because, you know, I got uh, the title taken away from me for not making uh, for not being able to make weight. So that's why I kind of wanted to be on more. I want to be a little bit in a little bit better shape. So even when I start, you know, going to camp, you know, I don't have that much weight to lose for the for the fight. So, you know, I just just have been trying to stay sharp, you know, getting my my runs in and my workouts in. So, you know, we've been we've been trying to stay on top of it. How, how do you feel? I feel great, man. I feel great. Like I'm saying, I, this is like the best I've ever felt in my life. Everything is, everything is perfect right now. You know, with my son, you know, everything at home is great, you know, at the gym. So I'm just, you know, I'm just enjoying my days every day. That's dope, man. That's, that's really, really good to hear. Uh, because you know, as we've seen, like the more like iron sharpens iron, the, the more active a fighter is, the sharper they are. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, you know, because Hopefully, maybe by next year, we could get that Canelo fight. So, you know, for me to be able to beat Canelo, if I ever get the opportunity to fight him, you know, I have to be at the best, at the, the best shape I've ever been. You know, I, everything has to be on point. 
So, you know, I'm seeing that, you know, that opportunity might come soon. So, you know, I, I just want to make sure everything is great. And I want to, you know, I, I want to work as hard as possible. Well, we'll touch on uh, Canelo, but, uh, you know, your last fight that we saw you in uh, was against Ronald Ellis. Uh, you know, you, you put on another great performance. How'd you feel you did in that fight, man? Were you happy with it? Yeah, I felt good, man. It was, it was a good fight. You know, uh, Ronald Ellis is a tough guy, you know, but like I said, if, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eventually going to get, you know, get to them. You know, my power, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm one of the hardest hitters at 168. So if the fight didn't end early on, you know, I knew I was going to stop it. You know, I knew I was going to end up catching him with something and I knew he was going to feel the pressure. And that's exactly what happened. You know, um, you know, there's still some things we need to fix in there. But, you know, but this is this is uh, boxing. You know, you have to learn every day. So, you know, I just um, I felt I had a I had a really good performance, you know, for the people who were watching the fight. You know, they were really entertained and. You know, I, f I feel like all the fans like the fights, too. So I feel like I did great. Dude, Ronald's a tough freaking guy, right? Like, he, yeah. he could take a punch and do a chin. Yeah. Um, I think if I would have – what I, I messed up I by, by not going to the body earlier in that fight. You know, I feel like once I started going, you know, to the body, you know, in the middle rounds, I think that's when, you know, he started getting hurt and he wasn't reacting – um, as good as he was in the beginning, you know, so I felt like I should have went down to the to the body a little bit earlier, but you know, I still did my job and I went in, um, you know, and I, and I got the job done. And I got, and I got the stoppage. Now you have a, another fight scheduled now, uh, I believe in, uh, August 28th against, uh, Jose Uzcatagi. Um, uh, you know, with this fight, Dave, you know, just give me your thoughts overall of you fighting Uzcatagi. I think it's going to be a great fight, man. We have, if you look at us, you know, we're sim. We got uh, a similar style. You know, we're both. We both like to come forward. You know, we we're both big punchers. You know, we're both tall fighters too. So, I feel like you know this is a great fight. You know, for me and um all my fans. You know, I'm, I feel like you know we're not we're gonna have a great fight, and that's what I'm looking forward to, man. Um, but uh, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna stop Wuskateki. You know, I've sparred him before. I know how exactly how he moves and. You know, I've already heard him a couple times, you know, from back then in the sporting. And when I heard him, I was 19 years old. Right now I'm 24 years old. So, um, you know, I got more experience in the ring. You know, I'm getting stronger. And, you know, my confidence is overall growing growing as well. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not um, too worried about this fight. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm very excited, you know, because, like I said, he's a, he's kind of the same fighter as me. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the fans, too. You know, they're going to get one hell of a fight. But you uh, are peaking. Would you say he's kind of going down a little bit based on the other fights that he's had? Because, or is it because you're just at your peak right now that you feel that you're going to go ahead and stop him? That's the last for a few days. I'm sorry. Um, um, no, I feel like I feel like overall, you know, my career, where you know, like getting the confidence and you know, getting these two title fights, and you know, and you know, stopping most of the guys I fought. I feel like. I don't, I don't really want to say he's going down. You know, obviously he lost two fights, but I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, that he, you know, he's somebody that I shouldn't worry about that. I'm just going to go in there and knock him out like nothing because he is a great fighter and I'll give him his respect. But I just feel like I'm just an overall better fighter. You know, I'm, I have a better jab, better body shots, more speed. And I feel like I hit harder than him too, you know. So I just feel like, you know, it's, this is, he's, he's just another fighter in my way, you know. So I'm just going to go in there and take care of business. You said you used to spar him back when you were 19. Uh, yeah, was this I, sparred at the summit? Him, I sparred him in Big Bear, California. I think mm. he was getting ready for what fight was he getting ready for? I was getting ready for um, who was it? Porky Medina, I think. And I ended up sparring him. He he was gonna go to Big Bear, or he went to Big Bear. He was gonna have his camp out there. And after one week, 
after one week of sparring, I, you know, I, um, I got the better of him, and he ended up leaving Big Bear. So, I mean, that, that, that just it shows oh, wow. how, how that went. You really put it on him then? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, do you think it goes six rounds then, seven rounds? Like, um, I don't know, man. I'm not even, I'm not going to even try to predict no rounds no more because every seems like when I think I'm going to stop early, it takes me a little bit longer to stop them. So, you know, I don't know, but I feel like I'm going to get the stoppage. If it comes early, if it comes late, you know, I'm still, I'm always going to go in there and go look, look for the knockout. You know, go ahead, Marcus. And what I was going to ask you, David, is that um, it, it seems like as of late, you've just been in destructive mode. Um, talk to us about kind of the way that you feel like you have to beat opponents to get a big uh, top level fight. Is there a certain way that you've got to break these guys down to get that fight? What do you have to do to get popular demand to get these big fights? I feel like I just have to I just have to be the fighter, the, the, the same fighter I am, you know, just go in there and give the fans the most. Um, uh, as much as entertaining fight as I can, you know, go in there and try to stop all these dudes. Um, I feel like a lot of people they're, you know, they're kind of avoiding me because you know it's too much risk, you know, and a little reward if you know they fight me knowing that I don't have a belt right now. So, you know, right now it really doesn't matter to me what whoever they put in front of me. You know, I'm gonna go in there and do what I gotta do. You know, I love stopping people and I love, I know I, I love hurting other fighters. So yeah, that's what I'm gonna continue to do. You know, I wanted to ask you, I've always wanted to ask you, man, when you get in this mood where you're throwing 13 to 15 shots on a guy and they're landing, what's going through your mind at that point? When you lighten somebody up and he's backing up against the ropes, what are you thinking? I don't know, man. It's just, there's just something that clicks in me once, once um, I'm in there. You know, I, like I said, I, I love giving the fans, you know, as much action as possible. So when I'm in there, you know, and I'm landing those type of combinations, you know, my head is... In, in my head is, you know, I'm, I'm eventually going to get these guys out of here. You know, it takes a little bit longer sometimes to, to get them out of there. But, you know, like I said, even for me, when I watch my fights, you know, I love watching the highlights and, you know, because I know I, I know I put some good combinations together. So, you know, I, I know other people enjoy that, too. Bro, your your highlights are like video game highlights, like fight night highlights, yes. because you're popping <laughs> off like 10 punch combos. Like, you don't yes. see that shit in, in yeah. my and, and I feel like, you know, that I just I'm. I, if the, uh, there's a lot of people that don't think I could have I have that type of speed. You know, I think I really surprise people when they see me in person because I'm a big dude and I got, you know, some fast hands too. But that's just like, just trying to be like my idols, you know, like Manny Pacquiao, Roy Jones Jr., Floyd Mayweather. You know, these guys are throwing punches and bunches and, you know, you know, they're just throwing amazing combinations. So that I kind of wanted to challenge myself, you know, you know, so I, I always try to do the best I can and I always try to put together these crazy combinations. What's like the, the one, like, do you have a certain way you want to finish someone like a, a dream type of finish? Like, oh, dude, I want to finish someone off with like this, like sick, like 10 punch combination and lands with the uppercut. Like, do you have like a, a sequence in, in your head that like, oh, I, I want to finish a guy like this? Um, no, nah, I don't really have like a sequence that, you know, that, that I kind of want to knock somebody out. And I think the best, well, like the best knockout I've ever had is a Porky Medina. So if I could get another knockout like that, that would be a, a dream, um, another dream knockout you know because it's not easy to it's not easy to knock people out like that so you know it's super hard to do that so i mean um i just try like i'm saying i just try to you know do, do the best i can and you know just so for the fans at home so they can have as much action as possible you know so they can keep watching my fights 
And you seem to you seem to really put the fans first, man. That's one thing that I've always noticed about you and your brother both. You guys really seem to want to uh, put on real big fights and good fights for the fans. And your style of fighting just says that, hey, uh, I'm here just for you. Tell me about um, where that comes from. I know that you've been a boxing fan your whole life, but where, where does that charge come from to actually try to please in the fights instead of just trying to win? I think, you know what I mean? Like, the, the reason why I fight like that is because I want, you know, I want my stock to go up. And sometimes, you know, you have to fight for the people. You know, you have to go in there and give as much action as possible. You know, I've never been that guy that's like, that just says, you know, screw the fans. I don't care about if, if the fans, you know, get the fights they want to see. I just want to, you know, win. You know, um, I feel like I have to give the fans as much action as possible. And, and you know, that's what I do. And, you know, for the people who support me, the people that have been supporting me since I was a little kid and, you know, from my career when it started, I feel like I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of loyal fans. And, you know, that's, I do it for the fans at the end of the day, always. No yeah, man, you, you, you got a, a growing fan base. And I remember when you fought at the uh, Porter Spence fight, um, it, it became super apparent to me uh, that fan base because you got the loudest freaking cheer of the night. You know, and those two guys were like the main event. And I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you, you go to Texas, you, you go to any of these uh, big Hispanic population markets, dude, like you're you're going to bring the house out, man. Yeah. And, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to, man. That's what like the dream scenario for me, too, is. When if, if I get that fight with Canelo, man, I know I know I'm gonna have a lot of people there, you know, cheering for me. So you know, I'm super excited for what what's to come in the future, man. That's why I just gotta keep working hard and, you know, just stay ready for any opportunity because anything could happen at any time. Yeah, man. You you, you mentioned Canelo. Uh, obviously, he fought over the weekend. David against uh, Billy Joe Saunders ended up uh, stopping him, um, breaking his eye socket. Uh, I think you know he had to get uh, surgery um yesterday what'd you think of overall uh, of how canelo fought i thought it was a really good performance by both fighters not just canelo i felt like you know billy joe sanders he was doing really good until he got caught with that shot i think what really messed him up is just having his hands so low like that i felt like if he would have you know kind of has had his hands a little bit up you know he wouldn't have got caught with the shot like that but you know what i'm saying and this is boxing anything could happen but you know i felt like his his lateral movement was really good he had a good jab it's just that he got caught with that shot, man. And Canelo, you know, I like Canelo's fighting style too, man. He has some great body shots. And, you know, just, just him cutting the ring and trying to get to Billy Joe Sanders, man. You could just tell his his ring IQ. He he does so much stuff, you know, Canelo. So, you know, I'm, I'm always, I'm always going to be a fan of boxing. You know, I like Canelo. I like, you know, even though we might fight in the future. You know, I have nothing against that guy. You know, at the end of the day, I'm a fan of boxing. And it was a great fight, man. Yeah, he, you know what? He, he got a lot better. Uh, when you compare that style to the Arizlandi Lara fight and uh, the the um, Austin Trout fight, like, yeah, like, it showed that his his IQ uh, grew a lot because he that that shot that he got was from a counter punch on a guy that's defensive. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, man. I mean, just I think overall, what what makes him so good is is all his experience, man. He's fought so much great fighters that he's kind of seen a lot of the uh, uh, he's seen he's seen the, a lot of the same styles over and over again. So. Now he's, I think he's coming into his, his, you know, he's really getting, he's becoming, he's became a great fighter and he kind of knows how to, how to handle that style now. I think back then when he fought Lara, he had a little bit of problems with that style because he hadn't seen this uh, before. But now I think with all his experience, man, he's just, that, that guy, he's a great champion. When you see what happened in the fight, specifically like in the, the middle rounds, did you feel that, 
Saunders was giving him trouble? Like, did you feel that Canelo was having trouble at spots, or, or you felt overall like Canelo was just imposing himself in the fight? No, I felt like Canelo was definitely having trouble. You know, it's always hard to, you know, catch a fighter that's always on the, on the defensive mode. But like right. I said, with his experience, man, he ended up breaking him down. He caught him with a great shot. But um, <laughs> if by any by any means, it was not an easy fight for Canelo. I kind of, I think I had Billy Joe Sanders up like at least a round or two rounds, but it was it was a it was a great fight, man. Oh wow, you had him up winning the fight. I had him up around at least. Oh winning. wow, yeah. crazy. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I, I was seeing scorecards the night of the fight, and they were all over the place. But I felt overall Canelo was winning. Why yeah. did you think that uh, Saunders was winning the fight, dude? I think it was just his movement, man. His movement. You know, he was boxing him beautifully. He was using his jab a lot. You know, a lot of people didn't give him a lot of credit for using his jab. You know, using his lateral movement. But I felt like even if he would have won, they they wouldn't have gave it to him. I don't think they would have gave it to him on the scorecards. I think for him to win that fight, he had to knock him out. Mm. Mm. In terms of uh, how the fight ended, um, you know, this is a big topic. A lot of people feel that Saunders quit in, in the fight because of what happened. Um, a lot of people have been going back and forth. A, a lot of fighters have been going in, going in on, on Saunders but, uh, with the way the fight ended because of his uh, prior comments uh, towards other fighters uh, that uh, have had that same type of injury. What do you make of, of how the way the, the fight ended? And, and do you think it's right of fans to say that he quit? I mean, uh, at the end of the day, you know, the only person who knows how he felt was him. You know, what if you couldn't see? I mean, I, a lot of people want to talk shit. They're going to say whatever they want to say. But what if you would have kept going in the fight and had not have quit and, you know, his eye would have been permanently damaged? You know what I mean? Some say he would have kept receiving shots if he would have kept fighting. So imagine you go in a fight, you come into a fight, and then you you come out without an eye. Or you can't even see. He's partially blind from that eye. You know what I mean? So I don't know. A lot of people can say whatever they want to say, but at the end of the day, nobody knew knows how Billy Joe Sanders felt, you know? So, I mean, if he wanted to quit, you know what I mean? It's, it's up to him, man. Um, I felt like, you know, sir, there was, there would have been some other people that would have kept going, man, but you don't want to just get permanently damaged, and especially with the eye, man. You know, maybe he'll live, he'll live to box another day. If he would have kept going, maybe he wouldn't have had an eye or something, man. So, I don't know. It's a, honestly, it's just people saying, talking, you know, just keep talking. You know, I, I totally agree with you, you know, and, and I put something out, you know, saying that, you know, that it's not like it was uh, like a, a swollen eye or a shut eye. Like he, he broke his, his face and, and like one more punch, like he, he could go permanently blind. And like, I, I just don't get it. I don't I don't think any fight uh, for, for you guys is worth, you know, losing an eye over, losing vision for your whole entire life. And, and you guys have to deal with it while people are just like, oh, well, you should have continued. I'm like, nah, man, like, yeah, that, that's a legit injury in a fight to say you know what nah i'm good like i, I don't want to be blind and it's okay for someone to be like you know what uh you know I'm, I'm choosing not to continue anymore because at the end of the day you can't replace freaking eye like exactly yeah you know I <laughs> but i think the only thing guys that um is is the difference with billy joe saunders is that billy joe saunders watch other fighters who put their lives on the line uh receive beatings fight longer than he did with the same type of injury. Um, and he ridiculed them, even saying basically that he, he'd leave the ring in a bag before uh, before he quit. And, you know, it's just, I think that that is what the population, you know, you're a victim of the things that you say. I mean, I think that that's what Billy Joe Saunders is falling on his own sword. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, 
Yeah, that's understandable, too. I mean, if you went out there and say that he would never quit like that, and then he ends up quitting now, I know why people are talking shit. I didn't know that he would he ridiculed other fighters that had the same Daniel age. Dubois is what he ridiculed. Then, that, then that's understandable. But, you know, at the end of the day, he it's his decision. You know, he has to live with it, you know. So, I mean, I didn't think he was going to win anyways. But, you know, it was a good fight. I mean, now he could he could live the box another day or he could see out of his eyes. So, I mean, no doubt, no doubt. you know, he had to do what was best for his health. No, yeah, and yeah, I think that's why people are going so hard on him is yeah, because of it. that, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. But but I think it's just I don't know. I, I think the whole like the, the the narrative of like a fighter quitting because they broke their jaw or like their eye socket broke, like I don't know. To me, like I think it's at, at that. It's not like he got hit with a hard punch, he got rattled, and then he said like, you know what, I'm dipping out now. Nah. You know, like that that I could understand. But if it's like something like your face is broken, like I know there's been fighters that have fought through broken jaws, but to me, that's a legit thing to be like, nah, I'm, I'm good. You know, my jaw got freaking broken. Like, I'm not going to be able to talk right for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah. David, let me ask you a question, though, um, because now, see, I, I think that you're the type of guy that you recognize that Canelo's opponents have kind of come in slightly defeated in their minds already. Right. Their their things are slanted. Um, but I generally feel like you're a different animal and that you're coming in uh, truly, if you got that opportunity, that you truly lay everything out there to beat him. Talk to us about that. Yeah, man. Like I said, this is, you know, this is something I've wanted my whole life. You know, this is if that fight would ever happen, that would be the biggest moment of my life. You know, and just now that I just had a son, you know, I'm, I'm extremely motivated, you know, on every level. And I feel like Everything is happening perfect, perfectly for me right now, and I'm in a, a great place in my life, you know. So, like I said, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm excited and I'm ready. You know, hopefully, I get that opportunity. You know, for me, my fans and my people, man, I'll make it a great fight. Absolutely. You know, David, a lot of fans think that you're the guy that Canelo should be fighting next. That that you're the guy that can legitly give him trouble and, and beat him. From what you saw of Canelo uh, last Saturday night. You know, how do you do you feel that you and him match up at, at this point, seeing that performance that he had? Man, I'm always going to have confidence in myself. I feel like I could beat him. I, I've seen a lot of things that I know I could take advantage of. And I think the thing that this, that with the Canelo's opponents, that they don't really have – they haven't had power. The last ones haven't had power. So you need power to keep Canelo off of you or else he's just going to be right there all night. And that's the thing with me. I feel like I'm the I'm the hardest uh, hitter at 168. You know, I feel like 24 wins, 21 knockouts. So I got, I definitely got the good to, you know, to give Canelo a good fight. You know, I got a great jab, great body shots, great speed, and I put on a lot of pressure too. I feel like that's the type of fighter Canelo is when he fights the the people he he's fight. You know, so he hasn't had an opponent that's you know is giving him a lot of trouble like that. And they all kind of seem like a, like you said, they do seem defeated. Like they come in there like they're already beat. You know, but I, with me, it's going to be the exact opposite, man. I'm, you know, I have a lot of, you know, confidence. And, you know, I'm very motivated. I believe in myself, and I, I know I'm going to be the one that's going to beat Canelo. Yeah, I, I think like the moment like gets to them, like they, they, they get kind of like overwhelmed, you know, because it, it's not a normal thing to go out to like seventy three thousand freaking people like screaming against you, you know. Even though I, I think if you and Canelo were to fight, it'd be a very split crowd where like a lot are going to be for Canelo and a lot are going to be for you. Yeah, and um, yeah, definitely, man. There's a lot of people that are supporting me. You know, there's a lot of people that think that Canelo will beat me, but you know, that at the end of the day, that just gives me more motivation to go out there to 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 work as hard as possible to get this 
to get the victory and, you know, to shut all the haters up. You know what I mean? So, like I said, there's a lot of motivation going towards this fight. And um, I'm just excited and I'm waiting for my opportunity. But like I said, I'm going to be the one that beats Canelo. Do you think uh, you you guys rumble in, in Texas? Do you want to fill out that stadium? Do, do you want to go somewhere even bigger? Do you think it's something that could happen in Mexico and like Azteca? Like, do you want to do it in Vegas? Like, where are you imagining it? Ah, whatever, wherever, man. I don't really care where I fight him, man. I just want to get in the ring with them. But, um, you know, Texas would be great. You know, if, if I could fight, that would be a dream come true, too. If I could fight in front of 73,000 people, like how they just fought. I mean, I don't see why not, you know. You got two Mexican fighters. I don't see why why we wouldn't be able to fill the fill uh the stadium out, you know. So, like I said, man, I'm just excited, man. I'm excited for the future. Let me ask you, David, would you fight? And all jokes to the left, man. Would you fight him in an 18 foot ring? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, he's he's laughing because Billy Joe made a big deal about that about the ring size. He wanted it like very very big for that fight. I think it was just more mind games, bro. Honestly, yeah. I don't really think. That he didn't really want to make that big of a deal. I think it was just mind games because they said that they were going to leave too. So I think they were just trying to, you know, throw Canelo off. Um, I mean, it was a pretty big ring, but, you know, I think it was just at the end of the day, it's more, more mind games than anything. Mm, mm. You know, and then another thing I want to ask is that it looks like a majority of Canelo's offense is done when a guy backs up to the ropes. Um, what is it? And 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 you're you're an active guy in the middle of the ring, in the corners, in the ropes. It doesn't matter. What's the difference between you and the other opponents? If he, do you think Canelo can back you up like he's backed other guys up? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't get backed up too much. You know, that's one of the things about me. I don't let people push me to to the ropes or to the to the ropes. So I mean, I mean, he could try. He could try. You know, I mean, I would love to see him try, but. I feel like the difference for me and all the other fighters he's fought is that I think my power, you know, is I'm stronger than all the guys he's fought. So, you know, we just have to see, you know, how he, how, how he reacts to the to the punches. Can you know, I know, you know, I, I know once I hit that right spot, I'll stop anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. So if I get him with the right body shot, you know, a right hook, you know, some good uppercuts, man, I, I know I can hurt that guy. Yeah, I, I think that that's a big key point that you're touching on uh, with all the other uh, opponents that he's had at this point, Canelo, that his powers really made a difference uh, on how they fight these fights because once they feel it, they kind of go into more of a, a defensive mode or, or it makes them hesitant to kind of stay in that mid-range or even in close range against them. Yeah, and then with me too, like, I, I you know, I have, a, I, I have a really good jab. So I feel like the other fighters he's fought, he hasn't fought nobody with the jab. That's why Canelo just able to go in there and do, you know, do whatever he wants to do because nobody keeps him off, off of him. Nobody throws a jab. Nobody keeps him at distance. So, you know, I think there's a lot of things I do, you know, that would really, um, that, uh, that would keep Canelo, you know, back him off, you know, with you know, my power shots, my body shots. So, like I said, I don't know. I just have to get in there and see, you know, how things go. But, you know, I feel like I'm very confident in what, what I could do to him. Yeah, you're right, man, because uh, Saunders landed some pretty good jabs. And, and you look at, the, like, the the fights that Canelo's had some trouble with, like Mayweather, Trout, um, Laura. Uh, th those guys were had very good jabs, and, yeah. and they scored on them. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, that's a big key, you know, when you fight Canelo. You have to be consistent with the jab. And, you know, my jab is not like any normal jab. You know, my my jab is basically like a right hand, man. You know, so I can't. Power jab. I hurt, you know, I hurt mm -hmm. people with jabs. So, like I said, I have a lot of, I'm very confident in a lot of the things I do that I know will, you know, I could I could potentially hurt Canelo if, if, if I, you know, do the right stuff.
Were you one of those kids, like when you started sparring, that like you were seventeen or sixteen and you were hurting guys like two times your age, like thirty year olds, thirty five year olds? Yeah, I mean, not. I was like 12, 13. That's when I started hurting people. You know, what I mean, I was 16, 17. You know, that's I was already sparring world champs. Now I was sparring Golovkin at 15. You know, and I would get him with some good stuff too. But I think that's you're crazy, dude. That's the thing that <laughs> that's the thing that helped me too. Being a bigger kid, that my power just carried it. You know, I feel like you know that's uh, that's why I've always had power because I've always been you know a little fat kid. But you know, I've always carried that power. Dude, who wants to spar Golovkin at 15? Like, I'm busy playing yeah, Mario dude. Kart. This dude right here is sparring Golovkin at 15. at 15. Yeah, <laughs> man. And it, was a, it, was a, it was a great opportunity for me, man. And, you know, like, when I sparred Golovkin, I sparred him for, like, almost four years from 15 all the way to 19. So, and I learned a lot from that guy, too, man. You know, hats off to Golovkin. He's a, he's a great dude. I learned a lot from that guy. Let me ask you this, David. Canelo wants to be undisputed. Do you think he ends up fighting Caleb Plant? I think so. You know, I think it makes sense on both sides. You know, Caleb Plant, he's what? He's 29 years old. So, you know, he's not – he's probably his prime right now too. And, you know, he doesn't have no bigger opportunity than that. What, what else does he want? You know, fighting right. Canelo, that's the biggest opportunity anybody ever gets. So, I mean, I feel like they're gonna, it, it has to be made. I'm sure it's going to be made in September. What do you think of it? Uh, how does it go based on what you saw from uh, Canelo this weekend? Um – I think Canelo beats him easier than he bit he did Billy Joe Sanders. Mm. I feel like I I think he'll stop uh, Caleb Plant with the body shot. To be honest with you, I don't feel I really feel like Caleb Plant takes body shots too well. Mm. And, you know, Canelo throws amazing body shots. So, yeah. mm. and you know what, with that David and and watching. Um, in particular, the way that Canelo's offense as of late has been particularly devastating to guys. Um, you see last Saturday night, um, he effectively just derailed Billy Joe Saunders' career with the eye socket injury. Um, what What is it that you offer that says, hey, he's not going to come in and bust my eye socket and break me down? What is it that you have that you're saying, mm, that's not happening to me? Well, I, you know, I got the height advantage. I got the reach advantage. You know, I feel like I got the overall – power advantage too but um you know what i mean it's like i don't know man you have to I'm, i have to when i when i get that fight i'm gonna be at my best so you know i don't even know what's gonna happen because you know when you're so motivated sometimes you know the best out of you come the best comes out of you you know what i mean so i'm just excited you know i have great speed great power great jabs so i feel like canelo hasn't fought nobody with the, with the tools i have so i feel like it's gonna be a way different fight when i get in there with them did you see by chance uh andrade crash the press conference did you see clips of that I seen clips of it, yeah, on Instagram. Um, what you what you make of all that? No, I think every. I mean, everybody wants to get at Canelo, man. So I feel like everybody from one sixty to one seventy five is trying to do the most, you know, because everybody knows that once you get that fight with Canelo, it changes your life. So I think it was, you know, it was just a little drama show, you know. I think everybody's just talking shit. It was, I, I liked it. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I thought it was funny, but I thought it was even funnier, like hearing Canelo curse in English, because you don't see like. Uh, you're starting to see his personality before, like because yeah. before he'd be very quiet. Now, like you're starting to hear him like curse and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty funny too. I think he's just tired of everybody talking shit too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, I would do the same thing. I mean, I would do the same thing. So I think it's just, you know, it's kind of getting to him. It's kind, he's getting, he's getting annoyed of everybody talking shit about him. You know, David, man, um, I talked to you. Uh, after your fight uh, with Ronald Ellis, I was the first person to talk to you, uh, and I asked you. Uh, I've kind of touched on this before, man, but I wanted to ask you on our own channel. 
was that, man, what is it inside of you, bro? How are you being so humble, dog? You're being so humble when, number one, you're being truly avoided, it seems like, right? And then number two, you had two setbacks, man. One thing, you made a mistake. The other thing, you were in the PVC bubble. You lost the title on the scale. Uh, I'm Man, you got to be bubbling on the inside, bro. How do you appear so calm? What's going on? It's just the type of person I am, man. You know, I'm just... I'm just very, you know, just happy to be here and, and you know, do the do what I love to do as for a job and get paid for it. You know what I mean? How I can't be mad at nothing. You know what I mean? I'm just, you know, I, I love boxing and, you know, sometimes things happen. Sometimes bad things happen, but sometimes good things happen, too. So you, you just got to stay humble, man. And just for having all the people that support me and, you know, I couldn't be happier. I couldn't be happier. So, you know, it's not that I'm, I'm just, this is just how I am all the time. You know, I'm just calm and I'm just enjoying my life every day. Wow. Let me That's ask you this, David. Do you think, you know, Canelo, say Canelo goes, he fights Caleb, he beats Caleb, he becomes undisputed. Do you feel that people should call him undisputed, seeing that you didn't lose the title, like, legitly? I mean, yeah. I mean, he has all the belts. I mean, if you get one's IBF belt, you know, you got you got to give credit where credit is due. You know, you can't, just because, you know, I lost my title and then he won it from somebody else, I'm not going to say that he doesn't deserve the belt or, you know, if he doesn't deserve to be undisputed, he has, he's, if he wins the IBF title, he has all the belts and then he deserves to be called undisputed. Cause I, I know some fighters would be like, Hey, you never beat me for the title. I never lost it. Like you got to come see me. Like you can't, you can't walk around and say you're undisputed when you didn't fight the guy who never lost that belt. Yeah. But I know, I know I'm eventually going to get point. that opportunity. I know I'm going to get that opportunity. So, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth, you know, talking shit. I mean, I made the mistake and, you know, he picked up the belt because, you know, he got the opportunity. So I know I'm going to give my chance and, you know, I'm going to be more than ready when that opportunity comes. And like I said, I'm gonna sh I'll, I will be the one to shock the world. I think once that fight happens and hopefully it happens in a year from now or a year and a half from now, I really think you guys are going to put more than 73,000 in, in Texas if, it, if that fight ends up being in Texas. Like that's that's going to be a freaking crazy atmosphere that night yeah and it's gonna be a war man i know you know canelo's a great fighter but i'm a great fighter as well and you know i'm not laying down for nobody so i know it's gonna be a war you know quickly david i, I want to just get your thoughts on some fights coming up is that cool yeah that's fine uh how do you see jorge linares versus devin haney that's gonna be a good fight man i'm super excited for that fight you know i know devin haney you know he's a great dude he's a good friend of mine but I feel like, you know, I think I feel like this is Devin Haney's time. You know what I mean? He's, you know, he's getting older, you know, he's getting more power, but I feel like this is his time. And Lenar's had his opportunity already, but I feel like the next one up is Devin Haney. So I feel like he's going to take care of that fight um, without a problem. Yeah, I, I'm excited to just see how he deals with, with the guy that's pretty quick and experienced and, and, and does have pop. Yeah. Um, I think what makes Devin Haney so good is his defense. That's why, you know, it's so hard to touch him, man, because he fights exactly like Floyd. He has the same defense. He has some good power, and he's fast, too. So I think he, you know, I think he beats all those guys on 135, to be honest. I feel he beats Garcia. I feel like he beats Teofimo, too. I feel like he's he's the best on 135. Wow. <laughs> you think he beats wow. Teo, huh? Yeah, I think he beats Teo. Mm. But it will Never. be a great fight. And that's, that's the thing Hell yeah, about it, man. Fight. It will be a great fight, man. I, I would love to see that fight. That's definitely a pay-per-view fight right there. We have a undisputed fight that's happening next week, and undisputed fights are freaking rare. Uh, Jose Ramirez versus Josh Taylor. How, how do you see that fight? Uh, that's going to be down, a David. great fight too, man. I got my boy Jose Ramirez winning. I feel like nobody can stop him right now, and he's at a he has a really good point in, in his career. 
And I just think he's an overall better fighter than Josh Taylor. I'm not taking nothing away from Josh Taylor. He's a, he's a great fighter, but I don't I feel like I don't I don't feel like he has what it takes to beat Jose Ramirez. How do you see the fight playing out? Do you think it's going to be closer, or do you think like uh, Jose is just going to try to impose himself and work the body? I think that's exactly what's going to happen. I think I got Jose Ramirez winning by knockout. I feel oh, like wow. a, he stops him with a body shot. Mm. Man, mm. to get that kind of ending in an undisputed fight, that that yeah. that that'd be good. That's really, really Absolutely. good. Well, you know, like the thing I like about Jose Ramirez is that he's always he's always pushing for the knockout. You know, I, what really made me a fan of him is when I seen him fight uh Maurice Maurice Hooker. Is that yeah, that's the name, right? Yeah, my fight was a great fight. You know, and it kind of you know, Maurice was coming back with some good shots. He was landing some good shots on Jose Ramirez, but Jose Ramirez is a warrior, you know. He's never he he never gave up in that fight, and he got the freaking knockout, and man, in a spectacular fashion. And I feel like it was a great fight, and I feel that's the type of fighter he is, man. He's always looking for the knockout. You know, he's not he's not just trying to win on points. See, that dude's always trying to go for the knockout, and that's that's what really made me a fan of of, of him. Now, yeah, he he comes the rumble. That's yeah. for sure. Like he comes a and throw he, down. and he also has some great combinations. I like his body shots. I like how he doubles up to the body. You know what I mean? And he, he got some great combinations. Yeah, he's been getting a lot better since uh, I want to say what's that one fight that he brawled with? Uh, was it with Salcedo? Like when you compare it yes. from that one to to now, like he's yeah. gotten a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. Teofimo Lopez, I, I, oh, you're gonna ask? I was gonna ask no, about the Teo fight. No, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Teo and George, dude, they're both talking a lot. I don't know. George is talking a lot. Uh, how do you see yeah. that one? Um. I think Teal beats him. I don't think I don't think uh what's his name? George George Cambosis. I don't I don't think he has enough to to go in there and threaten um um Teo Fimo. I think Teo Fimo is just too too powerful, too fast, and he has some great combinations as well. I feel like he's gonna go in there and get a knockout. Mm. Did you see did you see the buildup? Did you see when they were face to face? Yeah, and then um, they uh, they're pushing each other. Yeah, it was a it was a good uh it was a good press conference, man. Um, I just the thing about that that fight, I don't like it because I don't like Triller. I don't, I don't like their. They're <laughs> not a fan of know, like the YouTube like, fights and the presentation, like, especially when they got freaking Snoop Dogg as the as a commentary talking shit through the whole fight. It's just I don't know. It just seems like a little bit unprofessional to me. But I mean, it's gonna be a great fight. It's just that the Triller, I don't, I don't like the the Triller fights. I know a lot of people said that the uh, Jake Paul Ben Askren fight had like a weird ending. Like, did what? What'd you make of how the fight ended up? Did you um, see it? Well, I didn't really see it. I just seen the knockout. Um, but come on, man, it's Ben Askren. Ben Askren <laughs> is probably the only fighter in MMA or in boxing that doesn't have hands, that doesn't know, how, doesn't have a stand up. So I mean, Jake Paul did an amazing job picking, you know, the one fighter that doesn't know how to fight. Wow. <laughs> a lot of people say it was like, oh, there, there was fixed, like that was a dive, like. <laughs> well, he got caught with a good right hand. He, he got like caught, yeah. He got like, out. And you could hear the punch. It was like yeah. a thud, you know. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, yeah. What do you make of Charlo fighting this guy that he's fighting uh, up next? Yeah, like a lot of people were like, "What the heck? Like, why is he fighting this guy? Like, when there's a big money fight with you?" I don't know, man. That dude. All he fucking does is run his fucking mouth talking hella shit. But when it's time to really make these fights happen, and it's easy to make, we can make them happen easy. It seems like he always has a runaround. It's not, he didn't only do it to me. He did it to Andrade. He did it to uh, Daniel Jacobs. And you know, I feel like he, he's just, his ego is too big. And he just fucking, he thinks he's better than what he actually is. 
man, we could have made this fight happen in September. That would have been a great fight for boxing too. And it was, I, I had talked to, I told Luis de Cuba, so I'm like, if you could tell Al Heyman, let's get this fight going on. He's all, oh, well, we'll try it, but we don't know if Charlie wants to take the fight. You know, and this guy, he's been talking shit for like three months, saying that he'll knock me out, that I'm a little kid. But then he says that he needs me to be vaccinated to fight him. Oh, no, he's not going up to 168 no more. He, he's going to stay at 160. So I, I don't know, he's just talking a lot of shit. So it's disappointing seeing him take that fight with the other guy, which we could have fought in September. We would have made more money together, and we could have possibly, possibly been a pay-per-view fight. So I don't know. I was, I was ready to make the fight happen, man. I thought... And I thought it was going to get made, but I guess not. Did you ever hear like an official thing? Like, did they say like, oh, he declined the fight? Or did you hear like why they chose to pass on it? I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, it looked like it was going to happen. You know, when he when he cut, when he he came out with that interview saying that he'll knock me out, that that I get hit too much, I'm a little kid. I was watching that and I was like, oh, shit, we're about to get them. We're about to make this fight happen. But I don't know. I never heard nothing else besides that. You know, I just hear a whole lot of bullshit on Instagram, him talking shit. And that's the only thing that comes out of his mouth. Bro, what's that? What's that like sitting and minding your own business? And then you see Fight Hub TV, Jamal Charlo talking shit about you or anybody else talking shit about you. What, what is that like? Like, were you minding your own business and then boom, here's a video. The topic is David Benavidez and it's disrespectful. No, I mean, I like it. It's entertaining to me too. I mean, if somebody's, they're talking all that shit, they better get ready to get knocked out because I'm, I'm not playing with nobody. But when they don't want to make the fight happen, man, I don't I don't know what's going on, but it, it's, it's entertaining, man. I like seeing all this stuff, all this bullshit, talking shit. You know, it's it's fun at the end of the day. Did you get vaccinated? No, I didn't get vaccinated. <laughs> no. Unless, unless, unless he, we get a contract saying that that I'm gonna get that fight if I get vaccinated. That's the only way I'll get vaccinated. But <laughs> dude, mm. imagine if uh that'd be crazy. That'd be crazy. It's like you know, that's in the contract. Yeah, I should I should just probably just go do it, huh? Just to fucking just to talk shit about him. Be like, here we're here getting the vaccine. <laughs> oh, we gonna get this fight. <laughs> Oh man, that would be pretty funny, actually. Yeah. <laughs> if you get David, if you could use this platform, man, to say something to any fighter that got their name, that got your name in their mouth, what would you say? That they're gonna get fucked up. I'm not playing with nobody, man. And that's the thing. I I'm calm. You guys see me. I'm a calm person. But when I, you know, I get really serious. You know, you guys know how I fight. I go in there. I go looking for the knockouts. I'm not running from nobody, and I'm not scared of nobody at all. So if they want to talk shit, they got something to say about me and let's make the fight happen. I'll make the fight happen with anybody. I'm not scared of nobody. Bro, like when like a lot of fighters, like I, I think in general, like try to perceive something that they're not. But like there's very few that you 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 know you, you bring up and say, like, no, that dude will like literally like mess you up. Like, no, like that that guy's a bad freaking guy. Like he likes like beating the crap out of people. Like you got a freaking mean streak to you, dude. Like when when it's on, I, I I've seen it like turn on. It's like oh, like don't mess with this dude because he will f you up. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like I'm saying. That's that's the type of fighter I've always been. You know, I feel like that's why a lot of people respect me because I'm a humble dude. I'm a cool dude, but I don't let nobody fuck with me. You know what I mean? And I fight. You know, the way I talk is the way I fight too. You know, I, I'm I'm not scared of nobody. I'm in there looking for the knockout constantly every round, and I think that's the difference about me. Um, there's some fighters that. They just try to act tough. They try, try to talk all this shit, but because they can't stop people, they can't knock people out, and they're not the, they're not that type of fighter. So they gotta find something else to be intimidating. 
to try to be intimidated. So that's why they talk a lot of shit. But me, I know what I could do and I know what I'm capable of. So I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be something. I'm not trying to proceed uh, to be something. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to be an asshole either. I like to be a cool person. I like to be a people person. But once you give me in the ring, I'm going to fuck you up. You know, that's, that's, there's no way around that. I'm looking for the knockout always. Yeah, I think you and your brother, man, um, just have that mean streak to, to okay. you guys, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I give that to I give the credit to Phoenix, Arizona, man, because you know it, it's it's not a it's not an easy place to be in, and it's a really, you know, it's a really dangerous place. So you got to you know you got to have a little attitude towards towards you, or you got to have you know really confidence in yourself. So I feel like that's that's what made us like that's Phoenix, Arizona. And speaking of your brother, bro, like how is Jose? What's Jose up to? How's Jose? He's doing good. He's been in the gym every day with me. We've been getting some good sparring sessions in, and he's been getting some good training in. You know, he had kind of gained a little bit of weight because he's been off for like maybe two years, and he just had a daughter, so he's starting to lose yeah. weight. Um, she probably weighs like one seventy-five. So you know, we've been getting some good work in, and hopefully, I think they're in talks of that he's going to sign with PBC and Al Heyman. So I'm excited, man. I'll potentially he'll probably be able to. I think he'll fight on my undercard. So I'm, you know, I'm very excited for that too. You know, I haven't fought on the same card with my brother in so long, so I'm excited about that and. You know, hopefully he could, he, could, he could get back to where he is. He looks really motivated, you know. Um, he's only had one loss against one of the best welterweights in the world. So, you know, I know, that, I know that he still has a lot of fight in him, man. And I know if he dedicates himself again and, you know, he just looks for the, you know, he really just motivates himself, I, I feel like he could be world champion at 147, uh, you know, because he has it in him, man. Yeah, you know, the, I remember the stories that uh, I would hear of your brother, man, like when when I first started and they'd always mention your brother, you know, like sparring all these guys and be like, no, they like this is the dude like he messes all of them up. Yeah. Yeah. And he's I mean, he's been doing that for he's been well, he has 20 something years boxing. You know, he's been boxing since he was five years old. So I know there's still a lot of a lot of fight left in him. And, you know, it's just it's just for him, you know, if he wants to get it back or not, you know, it's, he has to motivate himself and. I know that loss is, you know, he took that loss hard. You know, obviously he hasn't been, he hasn't fought in almost two years. But I, I know if he gets right back on track or if, if he gets back in the gym and or if he stays motivated, you know, he could get right back on track to where he was. And most people don't give him credit for the way that he accounted for himself versus Terrence Crawford. Man, look, this was a last round, last minute KO. Um, and for all intents and purposes, bro, I barely had Crawford winning that fight. Uh, this this fight was close as hell. Um, the way that he came out, the way he fought, especially in the beginning and the middle rounds, man, your brother's a lot like a mongoose. But the way that he kind of sits in the pocket, man, and just and he's he's willing to play high risk chess. Yeah, it's impressive to watch him fight. He has some good power to him, man. He has some really good power. I mean, he's he's got me with some good shots and sparring, so I know he could hurt anybody at that at that division because. You know he's my brother, so he's very talented. He has a lot of power. So now I'm just I'm just very excited, you know, to be in the gym with them, motivating him because I know he could become world champion. But you know it's not going to be easy. You know the, the the road to the top isn't easy. So you know I'm I'm still going to be there, motivating him every day, and hopefully he becomes world champion again. Yeah, your brother's a very underrated counterpuncher. Yeah, very underrated. Yeah, mm -hmm. and the thing about him too is he has an amazing jab. His jab is even better than mine. I've never, I've been trying to like copy his jab like the way he throws it the dude his balance when he throws the jab to you know everything about he he throws a, a textbook jab and and the left hook to the body too you know so he has a lot of he's very talented man so i'm like like i said i'm just excited to see 
what happens in the next two years because I know he has an opportunity to become one of the best. One of the best buildups to a fight, Marcos, man, was was the Crawford Benavidez buildup, man. That was incredible. Yeah, 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 that yeah, scene, yeah. And I remember that, that too, man. That, <laughs> even until the way, man, and he, he freaking Dude, he dodged that shot. But yeah. Because Terrence like swung at him like that was like full speed. He jumped at him, yeah. Yeah. That That was was incredible, man. But you know what that told me too? That told me that Jose was like when I saw that, I was like, oh Jose's sharp. He's sharp. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's um and then too, like I when my brother, man, when we fought because we went to Omaha. Fuck, that crowd was crazy, man. We in there, Barry Boys booing the shit out of us, man. (laughs) He he just never got a he didn't let that. He didn't let that fuck with him in in, in his focus. You know, he, he was doing good, but the, it was just that that last shot, man. That's and it was very hard to see that too, man. Honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. It was hard to see my brother get knocked out like that, but he did great. You know, against one of the best fighters in the world today. You know, I and mean, nobody else has looked 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 like that against Crawford. You know, Crawford just dominates everybody. You know, and he couldn't dominate my brother. You know, until the last round. So that just lets you know that my brother. You know, he he's very talented, and he's, he's on another level, too. That was David Benavides. Everybody, round of lights for David Benavides, man. Um, very, very cool of him to stop by uh, with us and talk with us. Uh, so over the weekend, man, obviously, we, we talked about it with uh, David Benavides. Um, Canelo stopping Billy Joe Saunders. Mm-hmm. Bro, that atmosphere was crazy, Marcus. Um, 73 freaking thousand people there, man. It was a crazy atmosphere, dude. Crazy freaking atmosphere. A part of me is like, it felt really good to see a crowd that big uh, there, but people are still a little agitated, bro. There was fights breaking out left and right, dog. Fights breaking out left and right. I bet, man. You know, um, it was, it was something just to watch on television and to see the atmosphere and to see you could you could almost feel it, man, through the TV, man. It was incredible. I thought that DeZone did a good job by bringing on Carl Froch and Roy Jones Jr. Um, I thought that that definitely was a good uh, broadcast nuance that they brought in. But the fight from Canelo, um, it went the way we thought it was going to go. I said that he was going to that he was going to KO Billy Joe in nine. Billy Joe quit on the stool in eight. Um, just there's different levels to this man this canelo is the top of what we have here in the united states as for boxers as far as uh i know that he's from mexico but he's part of the u.s lineage of boxing look it's going to take a special guy from the uk to come over here and to make any noise on the top level you see with tyson fury i really think he's all they got right now man uh, i told somebody well, well, me wrong josh taylor Josh Taylor's legit, bro. Josh Check Taylor's that. Legit. Yeah, never mind. You know what, man? Josh Taylor is definitely uh, another guy that's the real deal. You're right about that, man. I can't forget about Josh Taylor. Yeah. But, you know, besides besides them, I think that, um, you know. Yeah, Hank, I, did you see the up. video of this? Uh, did you see Billy Joe Saunders' dad get dropped by security? Yeah, I saw a video of that. It was, it was really disturbing. Um, that security guard for sure probably got fired, man, uh, when they found out that that <laughs> happened. Like, I understand, like, his he doesn't know that was Saunders' dad. You know, he thinks it's just some random guy, like, trying to get into the ring. So, you know, his job is to protect, you know, that that area to make sure, like, no one gets oh, in. No. But, um, yeah, like, I, I think they, like, jumped him. Like, it, the, the Saunders team, like, was all over him. But 
I was just like, dude, poor dad. He's like in his fifties or in his sixties, dude, getting pushed. Yeah, that guy like pushed him, pushed him, man. It, it, it was, uh, it's pretty nuts, dude. Um, I want to touch back on the whole Saunders quitting thing. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it kind of does bother me that people are saying like he quit. This guy's a quitter. Da, 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 da. And, and, and I'll tell you a few reasons why, um, you know, and, and I've, saw like the post from like the other fighters um that uh, you know i've said like hey you know look at this guy this guy had a, like a swollen eye you know they mm -hmm. they kept going and they kept fighting and i'm like absolutely but none of those guys had a broken orbital bone okay that that was swelling the eye swelled up they're you know it's it's swollen they're fine but none of those guys had a broken eye socket okay right. and none of those guys were at risk of going freaking blind at the end of the day these guys don't owe us anything Okay, we're not going to be no. the ones that pay their medical bills. We're not going to be checking in on them 10 years from now to see how his eyes doing. You mm. know, he's going to have to imagine if he went all 12 rounds with a broken orbital, like he for sure would have been blind, you know, mm -hmm. going around with a freaking eye patch the rest of his life. You yeah. know, his family having to go through that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, exactly. Hank, Hank brings up, look what happened to Israel Vasquez. And his eye issues. You know, for those of you that don't know, Israel Vasquez had four fights with Rafael Marquez. Um, mm -hmm. Freaking wars, wars. But he, he took a lot of damage um, in those uh, fights with um, Israel Vasquez. I mean, mm -hmm. excuse me, with Rafael Marquez. And his eye, I don't know what exactly happened, but he had to get eye surgery, got the eye removed, has a glass eye now. You know, he, he's yeah, shout out to him? Israel Vasquez, bro. Yeah. He's a friend of mine, bro. Um, he's also battling other health issues. Um, he is. These you days. Know, but like, okay, like, look, you know, he, he did all these wars, mm -hmm. you know, and, and look what happened. You know, no one checks on Israel. They walk right by him like he's yeah. a no -call. Exactly. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like, you guys all got to chill, dog. Like, yeah, I understand if like, and they're saying Margarito, Margarito almost lost his eye. Yeah, look what happened to Margarito. Look, yeah. if they would have stopped it, he could have had a longer career. Look what happened. Mm -hmm. He was never the same after that eye. And look, look at them. Look yeah. at them, bro. Look at them. I mean, these guys, the one thing that we're not recognizing as fight fans is that these dudes are going home with their mistakes. You forget to slip a right hand, you go home with a big-ass left eye injury or your ribs are sore and you, it hurts when you're trying to poop. I mean, these are things that... They are suffering from weeks and months and maybe sometimes years. Look at Jeremy McClellan. These are guys that have paid ultimate prices in boxing. And we're not talking about dying, but we're talking about life-altering beatings. If Billy Joe Saunders continued that fight, um, we'd, we'd potentially be talking about a tragedy uh, in the ring. You could tell um, when Canelo was throwing that right uppercut, he was throwing that right uppercut with the worst of intentions. Bro, and when it, you when can it hear landed, that shot. So we, I, I was I was there on press row and, and we heard that shot and it was loud, dude. It, like yeah, I'm going to it sounded like this. Like you could hear it from like 40 feet away, like when he hit him and, and when he landed, I was like, oh, damn, like that was a big freaking shot. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, you know, and, back, and, back and to that point. That? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Back yeah, to that yeah. point. You know, they're saying, oh, you know, Margarito, look what happened to Margarito in the next fight against Cotto. The ice swelled up. 
You know, mm-hmm. like he wasn't ever the same. Kel Brook had, had two eye sockets broken with Golovkin and Spence. Look, look what he's not the same guy anymore. He's not the same guy. You know, it like going back to what I said, if he would have got hit with the punch and it stunned him, it rattled him. He went to the corner, didn't have a broken eye socket. It just stunned him, rattled him. And he's like, you know what? I don't want to go anymore. All right. It's fair. Give the guy criticism for that. And yes, I understand that the, the biggest reason as to why people are attacking him is because the way he reacted towards Daniel Dubois. Okay. And saying That's like, oh, you know, if that ever happened to me, I get it. I understand. I totally understand. But just take that out of it. Take all of that out of it. Mm-hmm. They were right to stop the fight. And honestly, it's okay for him to say, I'm good. I'm no, I, I'm not good to yeah. continue. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, man, like I said, he needs to look out for his health. You know, Absolutely. he's the one that's going to be with the repercussions of mm-hmm. that and suffering through that and his family suffering through that. Man, he, look, he, and you he, know he, what? A fight, honestly, a fight's not worth your life. No. Even though fighters say that, it's not. No. It's not worth no. your life. A fight is not worth a fighter going blind. I'm sorry. Like some of you guys may disagree and be like, no, nah, we want our fighters to be warriors and leave it all on the line. You live by the sword, die for the sword. Nah, bro. Come on. Check this out. If you're no, no. if you're a person that's saying that and you've you've used sick days in the last two years, you can stop. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh these are we we gotta be realistic about what we're look, 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 hold on, hold on. Look, look, I just saw a thing here that I completely disagree with. Look, Edgar. He's right in on. the wrong profession, then try telling that to a champ. Bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. Ah. Uh. If that happened to a world champion too, like he dude, was no, 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 he is a world. He, he was, yeah, a world champion. yeah. There, he is a world, he was champion, a world, champion. world champion. Like he just got, he on, just lost. He's a you know? former world champion now. That's let me tell you this: champion. any anybody saying, "Oh, he's you know, he quit," like this guy has no heart. Any one of you mofo's, all right? You put in that position, get hit in your shot by that shot. One, you would have been knocked the f out. Two, mm-hmm. you would you you wouldn't even made it out of thirty seconds out of a real fight, to be honest. But you know, like. He had every right to say, nah, man, I'm good, dude. I'm good. That that's nah, it's not even a thing that it, it's heart. What do you mean? It's 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 you know, come on, man. The guy broke his freaking eye. I'm saying you go out on your shield. I understand that, bro. But right, yeah, you know sounds what? good to, to a certain extent, dog. To a certain extent, they don't owe us that. They don't owe us that. They don't owe you that, they don't owe me that. Well, no. No, we're not looking out for them. We're not paying for their medical bills. We, did any of you guys go and see Billy Joe Saunders at the hospital yesterday or whenever he got out to see if he was okay? You guys mm-hmm. text him, call him? Nah, none of us do. They don't owe us that. You guys shouldn't criticize him for, for wanting to, to have a normal life after boxing and be able to see out as his freaking eye. Like, Absolutely. It's totally uncalled for. And make no mistake about it, man. Uh, the callousness of boxing. If Billy Joe Saunders doesn't quit, he would have been seriously beaten, and his life would have maybe been ended, or 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 something else, man. It could have been a tragedy. Canelo was hell bent on destruction, uh, like we said on last Monday's show. This isn't that version of Canelo is not somebody to play around with. If you come in half stepping, and I'm gonna tell you guys this. Like I told you the last week and the wax and the week before Canelo right now, this is the best Canelo that you're going to see. And the next fight versus uh, Caleb Plant, Caleb Plant, look out. 
I'm serious. Look out. Caleb Plant won't quit. Caleb Plant is going to come forward and fight. Um, I think that to a certain extent, he's going to be outgunned when it gets to the middle of the fight. Uh, it's not going to be pretty. I don't know. I'm just, you know, here's another thing. Hey, Marcos, Naoya Anoe uh, beating Anoya dinner with a broken order ball. Yes, I understand. I know. Mm -hmm. I know. We you understand. Know? And we understand that some guys, but here's the, here's the thing, though. Versus in a way versus uh, my guy, um, Nonito Donaire, in a way was winning. Donaire was the one that was catching in a way periodically that was keeping himself in the fight. Billy Joe Saunders was getting ready to get his ass whooped completely. After that eighth round, when Canelo's coming toward him and doing this, this is a guy who's getting ready to dissolve you like Alka Seltzer, bro. He made a smart choice. It was a business decision, like Deion Sanders says. It's a business decision. No, yeah. I, I know this guy's a controversial uh, because of comments that he's, he's made in, in, in the past. But, you know, Pauly um, brought up a good point. Pauly Malinaji on Twitter, you know, he's saying that, uh, you know, for anyone playing the armchair critic in regards to Billy Joe Saunders retiring on his stool on Saturday night, an, or, an old article about blown out orbital bone injuries and in some fighters that have endured them. This injury changes a fighter. They are rarely. Mm -hmm. The same ever again. It's true. Margarito, never the same. Hell Brook, never the same. You broke your face. Yeah. In no way, we don't know. He he hasn't had a fight. No, absolutely. And happened, that's you know? funny. We're 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 bypassing the point, and let's let's touch on this really quickly. Nakatani has had his uh eye socket broken twice and is getting ready to be an opponent for uh he just fought Phyllis for Dejo and knock Verdejo out. He's getting ready to fight Lomachenko, but this is a guy that's coming off of two orbital socket fractures. This isn't an injury that's a joke. This is, imagine it, your face is broken and every subsequent shot could change the shape of your face, bro. This it's guy, not working. bro, bro, what do, you, what do you think the eye, where the eye rests? The eye rests on the freaking cheekbone. Come on, dog. <laughs> he needs oh. a little anatomical help, bro. He does not sure what's connected to what. Yeah, the oh, eye man. man. Uh, you, the, everyone's bringing up Anoe. This, this is like one instance, man. Like you know, we don't know how Anoe's gonna be. We don't know how bad the fracture was to Look Inouye. How long he's been no, no, hold out? On, hold on, hold on. Not even that. We don't know how bad that injury is to Saunders. I saw a, a photo of, of the, the X-ray. It looked like his freak. The whole face was shattered. Like this side was shattered. Yeah, it was like more on, than it was like four fractures, bro. Come on, man. Like, that's not there's no way he can fight, man. I mean, his eye, he's got that dead bird eye. You can always tell when a guy gets an orbital bone fracture because well, it, it swelled up right away. Yeah, and then but their eyeball itself kind of starts to look like a butthole, man. It just kind of shrinks and gets real small yeah. and weird looking. Who wants to walk around like that, bro? Billy Joe Saunders, no bromo, is a good looking dude. He's a young guy. Um, checking out Billy Joe? What the hell? Well, I'm just saying, I'm just I'm being realistic. Game recognized game, dog. You I'm know joking. what I'm saying? He's a good-looking guy. Uh, his, he should have a life after boxing. You totally. see a lot of the young boxers, but you don't see a lot of old boxers for a reason. Sonia. Get out. I think Sonia brings up the reason why all this is really happening, you know, because Billy uh, was disrespectful to the Mexican media and the Mexican mm -hmm. fans at the fight. They asked uh, Canelo for a knockout. Uh, yeah, you know, obviously, uh, I've heard people, you know, say that, oh, well, if he, you know, would have just shut his mouth and never said what he said about Daniel Dubois, you know, we wouldn't get this, this, you know, heat uh, from us. That's karma. That's karma. Yada, yada, yada. I understand that. Okay. 
but at the end of the day, like fight's not worth your life, though. Like, yeah, no, these guys have families, okay? Mm -hmm. They're people too, and obviously they put everything, just about everything on the line when they fight uh, for themselves, for their family, for you know, entertainment, uh, for fans. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not it's not worth it's not it's just not worth it. Not you know, no. like I said, I I think the 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 view needs to change based on the circumstance. Absolutely. Like I, like I said before, if he was rocked, and then he chose not to go on with the fight. Yes, I feel that's warranted. But not when he has he's at risk to go blind. Like, come bro, on, listen, bro. you can't fight Canelo with one eye. That's ridiculous. To fight Canelo with one eye is irresponsible. Canelo can kill you, bro. The way that he was punching, the way that he throws those body shots, man, he 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 throws the left hook to the liver and the and the and the left hook to the head like he's got a patent on it, bro. He's 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 in his bag right now. Um Billy Joe, you know, he did talk a lot. Uh, you know, I wanted to touch on what the fan said about the his disrespect with the Mexican media. I saw the video where he was saying that the Mexican, uh, the host, the guy that was interviewing him, the interviewer, where he was saying your breast smells like shit. You know, look, man, no, that pissed I mean, me off because that guy's my homie. Yeah, Thomas, yeah, that guy's a nice guy. You see him all the time. He's a real and, nice guy. And it wasn't just him. He was being like that. He, you know, he was doing that to Tino. He was doing that to other people too. You know, well, he didn't have. A, he didn't show a lot of class. He did not. He didn't display himself very well. Um, I think that the UK guys are kind of, uh, and we'll see. It's interesting to watch what Josh Taylor does. I think that these guys are kind of um, resting on Tyson Fury's laurels a little bit. You're not Tyson Fury. A lot of you guys are not close to being pound for pound in your divisions. Tyson Fury is an anomaly coming from the UK. He's not the rule. Uh, you guys still hold got to do hold on, Marcus, like, like this. You sound like you're accepting quitters. I, I told you it's based on circumstance, bro. All right. Like mm-hmm. imagine like, okay, you know, look at the instance of like Pritchard Cologne. What happened to him? Okay. It was taking Absolutely. so many shots and, and look what happened. You Terrible. Know? For what you to watch TV while you eating chips and drinking beer? Well, it's not even that. You know, people yeah. would be like, oh, you know, like imagine that, that uh, instant happens again. The guy's like the the, the corner. At the end of the day, corner's job is to look out for the fighter, look out the best interest of the health and safety of the fighter. That's what they're there yep. for. That's what their job is. That's what Absolutely. a good corner, a responsible corner, is gonna do. You know, like I, I don't know, man. I, I, I I'm completely like dumbfounded as to like. This stuff, you know, he quit, he quit, he's a quitter, he's a quitter. Like, come on, man. Like, get, get that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bothersome, man. It's, it's it is bothersome. bothersome, man. Like, it's, come on, dude. Any Anybody in that position would have done the same damn thing. Any other corner person in that position would have done the same damn thing. Stop the damn fight because it's not worth losing a freaking eyeball. Man, and, and the thing is with a charging Canelo who was going to come out in the ninth round and hit you with oh, every look, shot. Look, Alex, Alex, he deserved it. No, nah, he doesn't Ooh. deserve to go blind. He deserves to take a beating. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're a, a, not a fan of his or a Canelo fan, you know, based on his treatment, uh, things he's said in the past. Look, I'm not defending the guy for what he's what he's done in the past. He's yeah. done some stupid-ass-ish in the mm-hmm. past. Some dumb-ass stuff in the past. Absolutely. That, that's not cool, you know? But, it, you know, it, it's like wishing death on someone. You like you don't want to death it. on people. It's not. Yeah, like, it's not worth it, bro. It's not know? worth it. I I think that 
um, in his own private time now while he lies in his hospital room, I think that there's going to be some real reflection for Billy Joe Saunders about the last two years of his life and his boxing life. Um, well, I, he heard, I would not be surprised if he retires. I, would, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, be surprised either. This is a career damaging injury for him. This isn't something that you just bounce back from. Um, especially the way that he took those fractures and depending on the repair, maybe Billy Joe says, Hey, it's not worth it anymore. His doctor says, Hey, look, this isn't going to, this isn't going to work out the way you want it to work. Canelo is absolutely pound for pound numero uno. And I know you all love him here. However, unifying 168 was easier than 160. What's he going to do after Caleb plant? Um, I don't think Caleb plant is a, an easy fight for Canelo. Uh, you know, a lot of people are gonna think I'm crazy that you know I don't you know don't know what the hell I'm talking about, uh, but I think that uh, you know Caleb has a very very good jab and his power jab, um, you know I, I think he can give Canelo problems in that fight and I think, and you guys are gonna think I'm crazy, but I think he gives a better performance than what Saunders did, um, in in, in that fight because of, um, just it's, for me it's the eye test like I know what the guy can do you know I know what he can do you know but. It's what David touched on a little while back. These guys can't take the power of Canelo, and it wears no. them down, you know? So uh, you know, that, that might be a big, big thing there in that fight. But what does he do after? I did an interview with Eddie um, a week and a half ago, and, and I asked him that, like, hey, what happens if Canelo becomes undisputed? You know, he freaking retire. He can retire, and, and he'll be known probably as one of the greatest Mexicans, like, ever, like one or two, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, what is there to do? And he said, like, you know what? I would like for Canelo to move up and wait to 175 again and fight Arthur Betterbeev. Betterbeev is strong, but Canelo is strong too. And Canelo has fought light heavyweights. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. Wow. You are nuts, dog. Like, what? Wow. I, you know, he's and he's hey, been saying this. Got some gazons on me. Well, dude, hey, like Canelo was like, what the hell, man? At the post fight, Canelo's like, "What the hell? These guys are gonna want me to go all the way up to heavyweight? Like, come on, like, calm down." You know, I agree with them. Like, it better Bev. Like, I could see a path to victory there for Canelo because better Bev is no special effects. He's very robotic, but the dude's like a freaking Terminator though. Runs you over, steamrolls you. You know, I don't think Canelo has ever been hit by a guy like that. Mm -mm. You know, it's. Mm -mm. It's a big risk. Canelo can win. He's the he's the quicker guy, you know, and he can use his speed and his counter punching against a guy like Bivol, and he can hurt light heavyweights. He, he knocked out Kovalev, uh, but better beast. Jeez, that that's a scary freaking fight. But if he's able to move up and take that guy out, done, done. I think that's wishful thinking, man. I don't. Oh, if I Canelo don't... moves up and wait and and fights better BF and beats better BF, he he, he you know. It, it's hard for me to admit this because I, I, I know the special place these fighters have in our hearts like Chavez and Marquez and Finito and Salvador Sanchez. But accomplishment-wise, I think Canelo's already done more than a majority of those guys. More, more titles, that's for sure, than all of them. Chavez only did, what, three weight classes, I think? Mm -hmm. If he's able... <laughs> Undisputed 168 and then knocks out the top guy 175. Like it's it's done so. Like whether you like it or not, like he's 
he's it. He he's the top Mexican fighter ever, regardless of getting to 89 and all. Like no one, no one's ever freaking done that. The accomplishments. I I, I think it sounds good. I think Eddie Ronoso might be a little high off of this victory here. Uh, he might still be feeling. He might be still feeling good off of this victory. I don't think that that's a very realistic fight. I think that Better Behave, uh, the only thing that they've got for uh, for for Better Behave is that Better Behave is getting older. Um, you know, there's definitely that's a hell of a fight. That would be a great fight. I just don't think that it happens. Back to Plant Canelo. No, well, hold I on, believe- hold on. Better Behave is not a league. Get the like Roger you know, Mayweather said. D Y S K A B, bro. Come yeah. on, dog. Yeah, that's Come it. On. That's that's it, and that's all. You know, I mean, there's there's a contingent of folks who don't realize that they're showing that they're not watching boxing when they make comments that don't make sense. So that's another one there. But Plant versus uh, Canelo, um, I see that differently than you see it, Broski. I think that um, Plant versus Canelo, Plant is from Tennessee, Plant. Isn't going to isn't going to I think plant will absorb more punishment um, and they'll have to save him from himself versus Canelo. To be honest, I believe that plant probably would have success early. But once Canelo starts touching him up as well, um, I think that his game plan goes to shingles shambles as well, bro. It's something he, he, he tends to when he gets contacted, he covers up and he sits there for a second. Those three or four seconds of covering up versus Canelo are going to equal rib, rib fractures and, and, and hurt arms, man. You can't cover up versus Canelo. You can't sit there and let him pound on you. And I think that's what Plant will be doing at periods in time, and he'd ultimately pay for it. M-E-Z-B-X, thank you for the super chat. Everybody, go ahead and, and give this a like. Uh, we had David Benavidez on for like 40-something minutes um uh, on the chat so uh like watch that if you're tuning in to us right now give it a little rewind and, and subscribe to the channel as well um mezbx who has caleb plant fought since uh Uskategi? canelo will wash caleb plant a true act who's at the end of his career was putting hands on plant and i think you, you touched on this uh, marcus part. was was that you know if if true was doing that you know what happens yeah. if it's canelo My God. Uh, valid valid point valid point but that's anybody canelo puts hands on anybody like that you know they're gonna crumble you look at you look at plant post fight his last fight he was red he had marks on him and stuff he wasn't puffy it's it's boxing bro you're gonna get we understand that but the thing is man is that that's versus a guy who compared to canelo is probably a d fighter bro let's be honest Mm. compared to canelo his last opponent is a d fighter who canelo uh Plants. Oh, Absolutely. Wait, plants a D fighter? Compared to Canelo, he's a or he's a high C. He's a C D fighter. Bro, 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 bro. Hold hold on, compared hold on, to Canelo. Hold on, Doc. Hold on, hold on. Come on, guy. You know, plants an elite fighter. He no, 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 what I'm saying is that plants. Yeah, I, know, last I, know, I know what I oh last opponent. Well, True compared Axe, to Canelo. is older. True Axe is at the end of this. But career. he's a D fighter compared to Canelo. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, X was former world champion. Okay, beat to Gale, lost to Gale. 
Truex is not no walk over the park dog. at any you, point in his life. Obviously, because Canelo's a special talent, but like mm-hmm. it's not like Truex was like some freaking Tijuana taco guy. Okay. Like not at all. Not at all. But guy, it, it just you know, goes to show the skill of Canelo, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not a slight to Truex. It's not a slight to Truex. Truex has been a warrior in the sport. Um, he's fought for uh over two generations, it seemed like he's been here forever. But the thing is, is that the when you start putting skill for skill, Canelo is that much further above these other guys. Well, that no, yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, he's number one pound for pound. He's, he's yeah, I, I agree with that. But I, you know, to say that Caleb Truax is a D level fighter, I'm like, I, I don't know about that versus so. when compared to Canelo. Yeah, it's not it's unfortunate. I know it doesn't sound good, it doesn't sound good, but the thing is, is that. You he wouldn't be able to do anything he did against Truax versus Canelo. Oh no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. If, if if you know Caleb Truax was to fight Canelo, obviously Canelo would win. Canelo would be the favorite in the fight. And then I think Canelo would win in spectacular fashion. Yes. But you know, you gotta give Truax his respect. The guy was a former world champion. No disrespect to him because you know, yeah, he, he got in and he fought. But the thing is, man, it's it's levels to this. I really no, feel like true, true. There is Canelo, levels, yeah. Canelo coming in and fighting uh, against Plant. I think Plant represents himself well in the beginning of the fight, but just too much. I don't think that he has the the pressure and the power to keep. It'll be another story like this last one. Yeah, he'll land some flashy shots. He'll throw things. But once Canelo adjudicates, hey, he doesn't hit hard enough to keep my ass off of him. We've got a he's got a serious problem and it's and it's not going to end well. Yeah, on the inside too. I think also if, if Canelo cuts the ring off and, and is able to make the fight on the inside, then yeah, that that's a big, that's a big thing. I think Caleb is going to have to game plan for uh, in that fight is knowing that Canelo is going to cut the ring off and, and want to fight him on the close uh, distance. Marco Aguirre, who can beat Canelo today? Honestly, hey, thank bro, you for your service, bro. It looked like you was wearing a uniform, homie. Thank <laughs> you for your service, doggy. Honestly, bro, I don't think anybody beats Canelo right now, to be honest, you know, honestly. Um, the, the only guy that I think can give Canelo problems are the higher weight guys, the higher weight class guys, like Better Beev and Bavol. Everyone else, like Golovkin, you guys know me, I love Gennady, but I think, you know, he's he's a little, um, you know, age is, is catching up. Charlo, um, you know, I love Charlo. I rock with the Charlos, dude. I love those guys. Um he has a good chance in that fight because he has a hell of a freaking jab. Thing is, though, it's Canelo's freaking power, and Canelo's a lot faster, you know. And, and Canelo's going to be the one that that is is going to be countering Charlo, I think, in that fight because Char- Charlo's going to come forward to him, and, and that plays into Canelo's strengths, him counterpunching, you know. And and I look at the Devranchenko fight; he had success when he was fighting on the inside, and and Canelo's ten times a fighter than than he is. Um, you know, oh, you know what? I'm mistaken. Sorry. And, and David, those are the only three guys that I think that that could give um, Canelo problems. Are, are those three guys? Um, yeah, I, I brain farted there. Uh, but everyone else, I, I just don't see it. At 160, I don't see it. 168, David. At 175, better be of uh, and, and be ball. Yeah, I, yeah. I think you know th- those are the the guys that you're you'll sit there and you'll be like, hmm. This is going to be a tough one. This is going to be interesting. Let's let's see how he does. And I, I think Bavol, out of everyone, 
is freaking tricky, man. The 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 rhythm, the timing, but he'll never get the shot because he has... reminds me of Khabib, bro. Khabib, of the boxing of the boxing Khabib. He is steadfast on his approach. He trains in a particular and certain way that he's always trained. He does what he does very well. He's not going to fight outside of what he normally does. I think he resents an extra, extra hard task for Canelo. Um, I think that um, he he draws blood from Canelo, bro. That would be a fight that um, boxing purists would love. I think a lot of Canelo fans will be cringing at a lot of moments in that fight, bro. It would be That would be a rough, rough, rough fight for Canelo. Duran Dice says, uh, any chance we see Andrade uh, Canelo since Andrade is a DAZN fighter and now the fight is much bigger because of that press conference? Money talks, no? No. Come on, bro. No. Hey, no, guys. No, no. That's not going to happen, mate. Like yeah, That was hilarious, though, what, what Canelo said. Ah, you want you want payday? You want payday? I, dude, I love seeing like uh, Canelo's new personality, but no, I don't think it's the same thing as like when Laura went up on stage and, um, you know, challenged canelo and told him hey like what the hell you know like you you got to fight me i don't think this is the same because you know look at the the last fight that android had against um what's his face against liam uh canelo hits him like that canelo's gonna put him on his butt uh christopher yes. reyes you're dumb bro i'm mexican dog come on mexican, sadly. <laughs> yeah you're failing as a student chris yeah. reyes go come back on, to class uh, i'm freaking mexican bro come on get out of here Oh man, he just named you Salvadorian real quick, bro. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with Salvadorians, but like, yeah, nothing wrong with them. But you know what I'm saying? I'm I like how he just told like, you what you were. Yeah, <laughs> they asked yeah, me who the heck is, is Bawal beating? No one, I don't know. What do you make, bro? Hey, you know what, man? I think that I think that Bivol style is what it is. I think that Bivol out of the 175s is the one that I think Canelo can probably get the closest to having a Canelo style fight against. Um, Bivol is there to be touched up, but I think that Bivol is very durable. These are, look, the 175 guys are, uh, these are fights that go to the, that go to the final bell. There's blood on both sides. Um, these aren't the easy touches that are at 68. Look, he's found a nice little vein at 68. Let's be honest, man. 68 is probably the easiest division for him as an individual to unify. That's why he's there. Because 60 is not easy. 60, he, he wouldn't unify 60. That would be this blood a lot too. You know, people saying like, oh, like saying that no okay, Canelo's ducking you know all these crazy like oh Canelo's ducking Godzilla da, 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 because like uh, the criticism that Canelo gets which is very unwarranted I'm all pooped out from yelling at people over the, <laughs> the Billy Josana thing man uh, I hope uh he recovers and I hope he makes a full recovery and that I wish any fighter never gets seriously hurt from uh from a fight you know, I, I don't agree with the way he goes about certain things, Saunders. <clears throat> I think it's out of line uh, a lot of the times when he's doing the stuff that he does. And criticism over that is merited when he does those things. But mm -hmm. in terms of what happened to him over the weekend, I hope he recovers. I hope he's okay. And 
if he does make the decision to not fight or he can't continue because of the eye injury, he has nothing to be ashamed about. And I, and he knows this too, you know, I'm, he's a very confident guy in himself. Um, he's accomplished a lot, two weight world champion. He went in there and fought an all time great in Canelo in front of 73,000 freaking people. And he won rounds and he was competitive with Canelo. Nothing to be ashamed of uh, about that. He's he's already done more than 99% of the people on this earth. Yep. But you guys need to relax and say he's a quitter. Y'all tripping. You're just tripping, straight out tripping. But uh, with that, I digress. Any parting thoughts, guys? I, I just – he went in there and he did this thing. That's just simple as that. Like He put in a performance as best as he could. Could have been a little bit more longer if he wouldn't have that eye injury, but he mm -hmm. actually went there to fight. He did a little bit more than what uh obviously the last two fighters he uh, the others the last Absolutely. two that's something you can't take away from him. Yeah, the eye, but remember Marcos, as soon as that happened, I told you Marcos, he's he's hurt, Marcos, he's hurt, and you're like, nah. I was like, Yeah, look, his eye, he's done, bro. He's not gonna come out the corner. But it's easy to just criticize that simple narrative of that, you know, he quit. I don't think he quit. Um, it takes a lot of guts. Something's broken in your eye, but he he went in there. He touched up Canelo. That's something I haven't seen before. Not a lot, but he got in the inside. He still made it a little bit uncomfortable, even though Canelo had his game plan. But hats off to him, man. Hats off to uh, Saunders' team. Uh, even though they were crazy in the in, in the hotel, they were pretty active. They're wild, but they were good people, man. Good people. You know, you're finding you can find you can measure a fighter's greatness by the complaints that are logged against him or the or the successes that other people are taking uh credit for people are happy that this dude landed punches against canelo in a boxing match he got beat up the bottom line is canelo is the best that there is right now until uh proven otherwise man and and we're i'm happy to we're happy we witnesses, bro. Just calm down on the complaints, man, and just enjoy what you're watching, bro. Just living the now. We're 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 watching greatness. Keep paying attention. You're right, bro. He's an all time. He's we're watching an all time great doing uh, some special things because there's there's no other no other guy that's doing what he's doing right now that's uh that's active uh, or. or Especially in this year, this year for sure. If, if he's already fighter of the year, but um, if he becomes Absolutely. undisputed, he's he's gonna be a shoe win. Becomes undisputed, that that's he he nailed his ticket to the Hall of Fame. Even though you can make an argument that he has already had a Hall of Fame career, if he becomes mm -hmm. undisputed, that that's it. That he he no that's question. his his one way ticket in uh, right away. But we really are uh, seeing a guy that uh, is special um, in uh, Saul uh, Canelo Alvarez. Thank you so much for listening to Fight Up TV. If you enjoyed this interview today, leave us a five-star review. It would help us out a lot. Stay up to date with us online as well. Make sure to follow us on our social media at Fight Up TV. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.